RV fires are on the rise, a four-hour line to begin a hike at a national park, changes to RV makers' floor plan offerings, state parks try to solve the no-show problem, a dramatic RV chase, and more. It's time for the latest in RV and camping news. I'm Jason Epperson, and welcome to the RV Miles News Roundup, where we provide you with the latest news and information about camping and road trip travel. I'm recording inside for the very first time in a while because the incredible cicada invasion, well, it's hitting me here. We're near Dayton, Ohio, and it's been following us from North Carolina through Virginia. They'll be gone in a few days, folks, but if you're in the areas where the cicadas are here, boy, are they loud. Our top story this week comes from Boondockers Welcome. The popular membership organization announced Thursday that they've sold the nine-year-old company to Harvest Hosts. Harvest Hosts and Boondockers Welcome have always solved the same problem for RVers, easy, affordable overnight parking, but from different angles. Harvest Hosts sets RVers up with businesses like farms, wineries, museums, and golf courses, while Boondockers Welcome connects RVers with other members who let people park in their driveways and yards. Members who let their land be used get free membership after meeting certain criteria and are offered insurance to cover any mishaps. In short, Boondockers Welcome is a community where Harvest Hosts is a service. So the purchase has many members wondering if the sale will mean big changes to Boondockers Welcome. In an email, founders assured that the company will be in good hands, praising Harvest Host CEO Joel Holland for the way that he's grown the network by leaps and bounds. The two services will remain separate, though one can imagine that Harvest Hosts may build a membership tier that includes both at a discounted rate. I think you can also expect Boondockers Welcome to begin following the same pricing model as Harvest Hosts, a yearly increase and lots of 15% discounts offered by everybody. Harvest Host CEO Joel Holland told us in an email that members can expect the same great experiences they're used to, with more excitement to come and additional places to explore and memories to make hinting at new features that might be around the corner. Americans headed to the outdoors in droves over Memorial Day weekend. Zion was one of the many national parks reporting huge crowds. In response to updated CDC guidance on transit systems and COVID-19, Zion discontinued the reservation system for their shuttle into Zion Canyon just before the weekend began, meaning anyone could ride at any time. Memorial Day weekend is always the busiest weekend for Zion, and on Sunday, the park reported a two-hour wait for the shuttle and a whopping four-hour wait just to begin the popular Angels Landing hike. KOA campgrounds reported 80% more campers checked in Memorial Day weekend compared to 2020 and 14% more than the company's record-breaking year of 2019. That growing demand has led KOA to improve search functionality at KOA.com, allowing guests to see availability across their network of campgrounds when booking online. Our research and system numbers make it clear that camping is searching, said CEO Toby O'Rourke. It's critical that KOA.com provides campers the tools and ease of use that they need to find quality sites easily across our campgrounds. Hey, if you're looking for route navigation on your phone that takes into account the length and the height of your RV, look no further than the Togo RV app sponsor of this episode, which also includes checklists, maintenance reminders, and recall alerts for your specific RV and more. The app is free, but a $39 per year membership gets you access to the navigation features and our village overnightparking.com and Road Trippers Plus memberships all included, plus a host of discounts on products like tires and batteries. You can get $10 off with the code RVMILES. 10x. 
RV manufacturers are cutting way back on floor plan offerings as the model years begin to change this summer, according to friend of the show Josh Winters over at the Halet RV YouTube channel. Josh says that focusing on specific floor plans, the most popular ones, is helping to streamline the busy production process as the RV industry tries to crank out as many units as possible while still being hampered by supply chain issues. Raw materials and components are a huge issue still. One manufacturer tells me that Luon plywood and glue are their biggest challenges, and Class B and C manufacturers are having a hard time securing chassis from the big automakers due to the big computer chip shortage. But outlooks are positive for those issues to be ironed out in the next couple months. While Ford trucks sit parked at the Kentucky Motor Speedway awaiting components, GM says that they're ready to kick back into high gear as the silicon shortage begins to wane. A good portion of vehicles across the board are selling at close to MSRP and sometimes more right now. For their part, RV manufacturers are still expecting this to be a record-shattering year. Over 575,000 units are expected to be built this year, which would be a 34% increase over the 2020 year-end total and a 14% gain over the record high of 504,600 units in 2017. Have you ever booked a state park campground for a busy weekend and got one of the last sites only to arrive and find out the campground was half empty? No-shows are a huge problem at affordable public campgrounds where some people book every weekend they can and only decide when to go later. Often sites are never canceled and go completely unused. So the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department has recently announced a change to its no-show policy in an attempt to reduce the number of reserved but unused campsites. Now, if you have a reservation and do not check in by noon the day after your scheduled arrival, your reservation will be canceled and the site will be released back into the available inventory for others to use. Reservations will not be canceled if you contact staff before noon the day after your scheduled arrival. Park entrance fees will be refunded, but all other fees, including campsite fees, will be forfeited. The new policy went into effect on June 1st and follows several other states who have implemented stricter no-show rules. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department oversees more than 80 parks statewide. Peer-to-peer -peer RV rental company RV Share reports 4th of July bookings have already more than doubled since last year and says that studies showed that the majority of campers would prefer to be in an RV over a tent. That inspired them to launch a new program called Turn In Your Tent. It gives you a $250 RV share credit for turning in your gently used tent into Gear Forward, a charitable organization that collects camping gear to be used by the next generation of adventurers. Those redeeming credit can choose from more than 100,000 RV models across the U.S. in RV Share's network. During June, which is National Camping Month, people can submit a request for a prepaid shipping label to mail in their tent at a nearby UPS store. They'll then receive an RV Share credit to be used at a future booking via email. I'll put a link in the description. There's a lot more to come in a minute, including an incredible high-speed RV chase. But if you're enjoying our RV and camping news, we put a video, podcast, and article version out every single Saturday. So make sure you subscribe wherever you're checking us out, whether on YouTube, any podcast app, or our email list to get reminded every time there's news from RV Miles. Folks over at RVBlogger.com and the RV Blogger YouTube channel have announced a new endeavor called RV Camping Magazine. The new digital and video publication will be released free monthly, but online only. The magazine will share interviews with well-known RVers, news, maintenance and repair tips, remodels, and more. Readers can go to rvcampingmagazine.com to subscribe for free. 
Several RV fires were reported across the country over Memorial Day weekend, including one in Sulphur, Louisiana, where Houston River Fire Chief Dean Lapp says that this is the fourth RV fire that his department has worked since the onset of COVID-19. He told KPLC, the local NBC affiliate, that RV fires are getting more and more common and that this one, like many, started with the refrigerator. Lapp said that people often neglect to open up exterior compartments and clean out around refrigerators, water heaters, and washer and dryers, causing a fire hazard. The National Fire Protection Association estimates 20,000 RV fires occur annually. Finally, an Ohio man who attempted to evade authorities Wednesday morning while driving a stolen RV has been arrested. A suspicious person was reported trying to break into vehicles, and when a deputy arrived on scene, an RV peeled out with doors still open the slide out and a power cord flying behind it. The deputy tried to pull the RV over and when the driver refused to stop, officers deployed two tire deflation spikes. The suspect kept driving, running into other vehicles and through some backyards until he got stuck. He tried to flee on foot, but was soon caught by Ohio State Highway Patrol's K-9 unit. One homeowner told Fox 8 that she was outside mulching at the time the RV came through her backyard and had to dive out of the way as it came to a stop. 24-year-old Randy Schiffbauer was arrested and booked into the Summit County Jail. Two years ago, Schiffbauer was arrested after police say he stole a front-end loader from a construction site and drove it through the streets of Akron. I hope you enjoyed this week's RV and camping news. We'll continue to keep you up to date on all the latest stories and developments every Saturday. So make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. And if you think a friend would like to know about this week's stories, please share this episode on social media. If there's anything that you'd like us to cover, please email me at editor at rvmiles.com. 